Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. From Disaster Recovery Journal and Asphalus Advisors. Now, here's your host, Vanessa Vaughn Matthews. We have a dynamic guest lined up for you today, speaking on the topic of entrepreneurship and business continuity. Let's jump right in and meet our guest, Laura Topless, the director of BCP Builder. Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Vanessa. Can you tell our listeners more about you and how you got into the world of business continuity? Great. Yes. So I have a background in small business and I moved into the governance and risk team at the New Zealand Ambulance Service, where I was a founding member of the business continuity team. And so what what interested you? What got you into business continuity? Were you asked or was it something that you always knew you wanted to be a part of? So I was looking for a new project and uh, this was something that came up. I'm sure a lot of people um, recognize this same scenario came up during an internal audit that the business continuity wasn't quite up to scratch. And so we started a team and I was um, assigned onto that team as a new project. And so now you're the director of BCP Builder. Can you help our listeners kind of understand how you went from that first role in business continuity to then now building your business? What was that journey like for you? It started as a side hustle business and it it still is that. I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, that's the best place to start, um, building it up alongside your existing role. Sorry, I listened to a podcast recently and it was talking about how you shouldn't be too um, unrealistic about your expectations and that it can often take up to seven years of working alongside your current role until you should jump into your business full time. So that was how I started the business on the side. So I was originally tasked with creating plans, business continuity plans in the ambulance service for over 150 stations. And the station managers are often on the road and actually in the ambulance. And in some instances, they're actually volunteers. So we needed to create a really simple template. And um, so I started Googling, you know, simple business continuity template. And you get all the ones from the hospitals that are hundreds of pages long. And so I ended up going down the training route. So I did a BCI training course to um, learn more about business continuity. And I thought, you know, coming from a small business background, that's a huge investment for a small business and there must be an easier way. And that was the inspiration behind BCP Builder. So what, what kinds of clients do you work with through BCP Builder? Most of my clients are international for me. I'm based in New Zealand and the majority of my clients are in the United States. Um, they are a mixture of consultants and businesses who prepare their plans internally. And so with BCP Builder, can you prepare a comprehensive plan Yes. So you can create multiple plans. Um, Currently, the software allows you to choose a package of up to 50 plans, which means you can develop an executive plan and departmental level plans for, for every department if you need and keep them all together and in the same format. So where do you see BCP Builder in the software market going forward? So the way I describe it is the level in between Word and Excel and the big software companies. So I don't try and compete with the big software companies. It's um, a much different price point and it's catering to a different audience. 
for our listeners, um, we had a chance to talk before the podcast. And one of the things I've just been really dying to know is what is your advice to young professionals who are on the fence about entrepreneurship? There are so many people that, you know, who are transitioning in their career. Some are leaving government, some are leaving the private sector, and they want to start their own business. And so what's what's the advice that, that you can give someone who's on the fence about it? I think the best advice is that it is a lot of hard work. So <laughs> where possible, you should be prepared to do it as a side business alongside a traditional job until your business has grown enough to support you. But also think about the structure of your business. So try to ensure it's not, if you're a service professional and the business is just you providing that service, it will be very easy to get burnt out. So think about the structure of your business and you should be focused on sales all the time. Uh, It's really easy to be naive and think that because you've got a great product, as soon as you have it ready for market, that it's just going to sell like crazy. But uh, in reality, that's probably not going to happen and you just need to have sales always at the top of your mind. Yeah, they they say in the U.S. um, it's the ABC, always be closing. (laughs) From your perspective, what has been your area of growth as a business owner? Running a side business alongside my current job has been a huge learning curve, just everything about it and patience, managing expectations. So I think it's really easy when you're a business owner, an entrepreneur to kind of get down on yourself and think that it's not um, it's not moving as fast as as you want it to. But uh, some of the advice that I've had is just to change the timeline. So even recently, I was thinking, oh, you know, what's happening? Not enough, really. But I send a monthly report to my advisory board. And when I was writing the report, it's like, oh, okay, actually, a lot has happened over the last month. It's just, you know, the last week that I'm feeling a bit down about. And if you look over, I only started the business two years ago. It's, um, It's really amazing how far it's come. That is really good advice, um, and I've shared the same challenges. One of the things I put into practice, and I'd be interested to see what your thoughts are, is every week write down the things that you learned in business development, what you did well and what you didn't do well. And then secondly, every week write down all of the wins for your business for, for that week, and that way you always have a growing list, and exactly to your point, you don't forget about the small things that you've been able to accomplish. Exactly. Yeah, it's great to um, sound like it'll be a great motivator. Uh, also sounds uh, good in terms of business continuity, talking about hot debriefs and cold debriefs, what went well, and also what would, what didn't go well, what you can improve upon, just always be continuously learning. Absolutely. And so what would you say was the hardest part of creating BCP Builder? I think one of the initial challenges was the software development side. So I never saw myself as a software developer to start with. I just um, thought of it as a template. And then so I went from that idea, taking that idea from the concept stage through the development stage to actually going live and having a product for sale and operating a website, doing all the updates and you know working closely with a software development team was um, something very new for me. Laura, you've been a wealth of knowledge, and I'm so excited about your business and um, the entrepreneurship journey that you've been on. Where can our listeners find you if they want more? So my website is bcpbuilder.com, and I have a blog on there, and I also have a, a free training site that you can find there that all my videos are loaded onto. And any social media handles? My hashtag on LinkedIn is hashtag bcpbuilder. 
Well, there you have it. Thanks for tuning in to Business Resilience Decoded with the Disaster Recovery Journal and Asfalis Advisors. Subscribe, share, and download, and look out for future episodes. Business Resilience Decoded is produced and edited by John Seals. For more information, visit drj.com slash decoded and asfalisadvisors.com slash decoded. Write to us on Twitter at drdecoded. 